Welcome to the Paranoidical Rock Show. My name's Armitage and this is episode 438 where I'm going to play you music that you should hear on the radio, but don't.
starting with the Ramones track, then straight into the backyard babies covering the brothers under normal circumstances, i.e. run-of-the-mill radio stations, it would be downhill from there on in. But this, as you come to expect, is anything but...
was If You Need Telling, the Backyard Babies and their comeback single, 13 or Nothing. Uh, the band, it seems, wanted to revisit the style of the album that, certainly for me, made me stand up and take notice. Total 13. At the time, I couldn't get enough of them. Subsequent releases, although I thoroughly enjoyed them, even with support slots from the likes of ACDC, failed to take them to the next level. Who knows how the music business works. I was surprised at the news uh, of, of the end of their hiatus. Uh, it was obvious at some point the band would reconvene. But with Nicky carving out a respectful career with Homeland that took bassist Johan with him, Pedder's photography and film work certainly keeping him busy, and Dragon, well, being Draken, hopping from the Michael Monroe band to Solidum, I thought uh, it would be later rather than sooner. Not that I'm complaining. Can't wait for the album, 4x4, due out at the end of the summer on the game forward stroke Sony record label and a UK tour. Uh, the Babies Tomorrow, tomorrow being the 14th of June, uh, are at Dunnington Monsters of Rock. Can't bring myself to call it download. However, the Squirrel, being the Squirrel, and not wishing to miss the Babies, but uh, with the thought of Donington filling her head with dread, how's that cashless scene working out? Jumped on a plane, flew to A-Land via Helsinki for the Fish Bait Festival and is seeing them there today instead along with uh, the Electric Boys, Imperial State Electric and this lot. Uh, I bet they won't be playing this. This is Sartor. <laughs> Please understand the need in me Don't ring, ring Why don't you give me 
Bottle features one Chips Kesby, who has produced the new Michael Munro album, Black States. It's called Black States, isn't it? Anyway, it is to be released in October, that much I do know, on Spine Farm Records. Talking of Spine Farm Records, I met up with long-time friend, short-time boss, head honcho of the aforementioned Spine Farm Records UK, Dante Bonunto at Camden Rocks a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we chewed for land as you do, and I found out that Michael Ems, former BBC One Series 2 contestant of The Voice, was Matt Jones' replacement in the treatment. Apparently, Matt has quit the music business altogether and he's now working in insurance. I kid you not. Also, that Ghost, or Ghost BC, if you're stateside's new album, Meloria, bound to pronounce that wrong, and first to feature new vocalist, Pepper Emerus III, is to be released on the 21st of August with a single, Surice, available to download on Monday. That would have been the 1st of June future listeners. Uh, all was well with the world until a few days later, June the 4th, when a fellow Palace fan and top classic rock scribe Dave Ling posted a picture of the Chapel Caroline Gardens in Peckham where he was at for the world playback of the aforementioned Meloria album. Where was my invite, eh?
Detroit Garage Rock via Finland and Hard Action with Deadweight, open bracket, cut me loose, close bracket, from their debut album, Sinister Vibes, which came out yesterday, yesterday being the 12th of June, future and non-war rock listeners on Svart Records. <laughs> Yeah. 
I can just imagine that being played live with a super extended guitar dueling solo. Can you have a dueling solo? Probably not, but you know what I mean. As I said before, sometimes from the opening chord, you know you're going to like, I mean really like what you're about to hear. No truer word can be spoken about hard action. I can't remember how or where I first got to hear them. Uh, it wasn't from the single Dead Dogs, which I think was re-recorded or at the very least remixed for the aforementioned album, which came out in October last year. Uh, it was only a matter of a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the most probably Facebook or Uber Rock, but uh, whatever. And from whoever, I sincerely thank you. A band that seems to be getting the thumbs up from the enemy, or as it was known in the 80s, no metal ever, are Radke. Uh, I got to hear about them, well actually it was read about them, in Vive La Rock, the cover of which featured the MC5. The three-piece are a band of actual brothers from St. Joseph, Missouri, who have been playing music together since 2010. With a couple of EPs and a handful of singles, the band are just about to release their debut album, Dark black makeup uh, but this is a single prayed it which came out in march your love has really got me down it's really got me down it's really got me down stand up stop parading it around you're parading it around and i really can't take it your love has really got me down it's really got me down it's really got me down
very misfits, don't you think? I know. I only played them on my last studio show, but as this is my show, I could do what I like, really. Uh, this is Mary's Kids and Bright City Lights. <laughs> slow number into the mix uh, another band I played on the aforementioned last non-live studio episode was Marvel as part of their split single with the Chuck Norris experiment this time round it's a track off there like everyone else soon to be released summer album in the form of The Hills Have Eyes rewinding to Fishbait Festival Marvel played there yesterday but the most exciting piece of Marvel news is for UK residents is that they're coming over here well Welsh Wales to be precise 10th of March 2016 let's hope a date at the pipeline has been booked <laughs>
Up next we have Motor Christ, who, for those of you who don't know, are the brainchild of lead guitarist Mark Diamond of the Dwarfs, singer Danny Nordell of New York Loose and the Throbs, and I'm sure Faster Pussycat, Ricky Vodka, but that's not his real name, from Humble Gods, and Chad Stewart, who most definitely is from Faster Pussycat. Uh, the band started in 1998 as a way to get free drinks. Uh, Motor Christ quickly gained a following by playing straight up guitar rock. The band's new album, Chrome, is uh, still only a few weeks away from release. However, to keep you happy, here's the first fruits from it. This is Kajila Rise. I know, pronounced wrong, but who cares? On the prowl, hear him how, here comes the Yeti now.
got an email a few weeks ago from O, vocalist with Francis Undercover Slow, or USC as I like to call them. Uh, we've not caught up in a long time. O, back in the day, used to order records from the Paranoid Squirrel mail order and... and return we used to sell their wares well the band are all set to release new material which obviously i'm just about to play you however beforehand i'll give you a quick background check uh, in case you're new or just forgotten the band has uh, existed in various forms since october 1995 when they formed uh, going through several lineup changes with leader the aforementioned o remaining as their only constant member uh, the musicians of undercover slot are only referred to and known by their stage names unfairly uh, the names Manson and Marilyn are used to describe them. I think I previously described them as Marilyn Manson being backed by Slayer. But although UCS were formed six years after Brian Warner became Marilyn, Undercover Slut have much more about them, both in their beliefs and songs, if you care to dig beneath the surface, as you're about to hear in the shape and form of Chloroform Nation. <laughs>
next guy I'm going to play has been around the Finnish music scene for a while. Uh, we're not talking Michael Munro length of time here, but I first got to hear him when he played guitar in Plastic Tears. Coincidentally enough, I ordered the band's debut album, Stranded in Rock and Roll, Office, when it was released back in 2000. Uh, although Plastic Tears are still a great going concern, Anzi Destruction left the band, I think, pretty much after Stranded came out. I have somewhere his uh, two solo EPs, Shoot One and Shoot Two. Uh, for some reason, I never got the original copy, so I had to uh, rip them from his MySpace page. No, that shows my age. Uh, then he was on to the Stereo Junks, who I'm sure he played over here. Twelve Bar Club does spring to mind, uh, but I might stand corrected. And for a blink and you missed it moment, he fronted a reformed smack. Well, these days, he resides over here in London, and like everyone else in the musical world, apart from The Damned, is releasing an album this summer, well, 22nd of this year month. Uh, his album is called Black Dog Bias, and this is Revival, which is taken from it. Uh, he and Undercover Slut should really gig together.
Talking of damned, and so I briefly did, as you know, instead of seeing them at the Roundhouse last Saturday, I was up at Wembley with my daughter and her two mates for Capital Radio's Summertime Ball. I sat for most of the concert, apart from when Pitbull, yes, I have no idea who he is, although I did, uh, I was told I did see him in 2012, Summertime Ball uh, came on, obviously made a lasting impression. This time, my daughter asked, why have you suddenly stood up? Because his live band, I replied, who look like jobbing room musicians, are playing Enter Sandman. Oh, look, now Pretty Woman. And listen, Aussie. have announced their 40th anniversary concert for the 19th of May at the Royal Albert Hall of all places. Uh, I have told the family that I'm busy that day. Standing area has already sold out. Should be a great gig. The interwebs are already speculating about possible ex-band members joining the fray. After seeing the damn documentary, don't you wish that we were dead, it seems unlikely that Rat and Brian will be invited. However, never say never. The documentary was fantastic, just because it had been made. Obviously, with it lasting nearly two hours, areas were curtailed, or in the case of the Paul Gray area, almost completely glossed over. Captain didn't come out too well. His feud with Rat seems to run much deeper than the Stiff Records bankruptcy affair, where the four original members were offered the rights to Damn Damn, Music for Pleasure and any other Damned related material, but received... For whatever reason, Captain and Brian declined leaving Rat and Dave Vanian to purchase it and to license it to make their money back before divvying it up the uh, performance royalties four ways. But it's like Captain needs Dave more than Rat. 
captain says in the film that Vania can basically do what he likes and uh, his refusal to play the Rat Pen Stab Your Back for the anniversary of the first album's release seemed trite, like a kid picking up his football and going home. Brian comes out the best, I think, with the uh, film being, as he said in the question and answers, closure. Off the back, I've been grooving to Brian post-damned solo work, Tans the Youth, Single and John Peel Sessions being the most played. On hearing solo Brian, including his latest guitar that drips blood, I keep being reminded of Radio Birdman and Rob Younger. What do you think? This is Why, Why, Why. As the time is rapidly approaching the hour mark, my days for this week are numbered. 
So, uh, I'm going to leave you with the first and best boy band ever. This is The Monkeys, and I'm not your stepping stone. Until next week, take it easy. queued up uh what will last two minutes what on earth will fill two minutes worth of time i know